Chapter 2 The Riddle of the Earth's Shape Olympias could change her mind as quickly as she moved her eyes. And since she could not get rid of the Stagirite philosopher and his academia for the boys, she determined to profit by him. From her spies, she learned that Aristotle taught more than medicine and had a flair for politics, that his closest friend was Antipater, the most reliable general on the staff, and that Philip himself often rode in to consult the eccentric philosopher. In fact, Philip had been so eager to get Aristotle near to Pella that he had agreed to pay a great price to rebuild all the homes of Stagira, which had been devastated by a war. Olympias could appreciate influence. You are old enough to have a mind of your own, she told Alexander. Don't waste yourself on medicine. This Stagirite can reveal the secrets of politics and government to you. You ought to be given some authority of your own, especially when Philip's away hunting or marching most of the time. You should be regent when he's away. Authority given to Alexander would mean more power in the Queen's deft hands. Before venturing to visit the new school at Mieza, Olympias, who bothered to read few books, read the tragedies of Euripides carefully, especially the Medea. It seemed to her that Medea had stood, like herself, unaided except by sorcery against the strength of men, and she appeared like a living goddess within the temple of the nymphs. When she dismounted from her chariot, her supple body draped in sheer silk, whipped about her by the wind, the boys stared. Few married women ventured out of doors with face and body so exposed. Alexander did not notice, but Ptolemy observed that the queen brought with her two handsome slave girls who laughed at the grey stone figures of the nymphs standing along the entrance terrace. To Aristotle, who came out perforce to greet her, she deferred prettily, saying that she was as old-fashioned as this deserted shrine, being brought up in the mysteries without a notion of science, and she quoted Andromache's lines, The only joy of a woman's heart is to have her sorrows ever on her tongue. She left behind her at Mieza the impression that this fascinating woman trusted Aristotle with the future of her only son. To Aristander, the diviner, she confided that this new world philosopher named Aristotle lisped and had nothing really to offer in the way of creative ideas. Probably he owed his reputation, such as it was, to being one of Plato's favoured pupils and to his habit of denying the powers of the gods. The boys at Mieza found the temple and the gardens filled with strange apparata. Piles of variegated rocks, collection boxes of shellfish, Stuffed birds, insects, occupied all the corners, along with furnaces, basins of living fish, books of butterflies and pressed leaves, as if specimens of all living and growing things had been gathered in. 
They began the study of medicine by examining the bloodstream in Africa. 